Good morning, my beautiful chosen women of God. We just want to thank the Lord for this beautiful day. This is the Lord, the day that the Lord has made. We will be glad and we will rejoice in it. And I just want to thank him for this opportunity that we get to just pray. Pray for ourselves, pray for our husbands, whether we're single, whether we're in a relationship, or whether we're married. Um, prayer changes not only our husbands, not only their hearts, but most importantly, it changes us. And today, that's what the first chapter is about. The first chapter is about his wife, because that is who we first are. So before we can pray about the husband, we must pray about his wife, which is ourselves. So with that, um, I just want to start with some things that I saw um, that caught my attention in the first chapter. So his wife, the first chapter talks about you know, at first we want to start um, praying for, oh, well, the favorite three-word prayer, which is change him, Lord, change him. Um, but the Lord wants us to come to him with a pure heart. Our heart must be clean before God in order for us to see the results. And we have to release any feelings that are ungodly to God anything that we may have of resentment, of anger, of unforgiveness, um, and an ungodly attitude, even if there's a good reason for it, she says that we would have a difficult time seeing answers to our prayers. But if we can release those feelings to God in total honesty and then move into prayer, there's nothing that can change a marriage. Uh, more dramatically. So I just pray right now that we use this time to cast all our cares on God and release any ungodly attitude, any unforgiveness um, that we may have towards our husbands and um, anything that may be hindering us from coming to God with an honest and open heart um, just to hear from him. So with that, I want to continue with, you know, at first, um, prayer for ourselves, what it does is that it changes us, right? And our heart will become more softened, more humbled, and it will be reconstructed by God before he starts working on our husband. So pretty much, um, God sees things that we don't, and he knows where we have room for improvement. He doesn't have to search long to uncover attitudes and habits that are outside his perfect will for us. He requires us not to sin in our hearts because sin separates us from him, and we don't get our prayers answered. God wants our hearts to be right, so the answers to our prayers are not compromised. So... If any of you feel that your husband has sinned against you with unkindness or a lack of respect, indifference, irresponsibility, infidelity, abandonment, cruelty, or abuse, um, remember that God also considers the sins of unforgiveness, anger, hatred, 
self-pity, and loveless, and revenge to be just as bad as any of those others that you may feel towards him. So confess them and ask God to set you free from anything that is not of him. From that, we move on to um, how pretty much it is very important for us to be praying for our husbands. It's very important for you to be talking to God about your husband because that on its own, it's an act of love. Even if at first your prayers are not born out of completely selfless motives, your motives will become more unselfish as you pray. You will find yourself more loving in your responses towards your husband. You will notice that issues which formerly caused grief in your responses, now they won't. You'll be able to come to mutual agreement without a fight. And this unity is vital. When we're not united, everything falls apart. Jesus said, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. Prayer brings unity even if you aren't praying together. So we are definitely on the right track as um, because we want to be in the same path together. We want to be deeply compatible, lifelong companions with our husbands. And prayer is the ultimate love language that can make that happen. Um, so right now we're going to be praying for our husbands every day uh, for a month using one of the prayers that she has here. So... Uh, pretty much, she reminds us as well that there's a time for everything. There's a time to speak and a time not to speak. And happy is the man whose wife can discern between the two. You know, sometimes we want to uh, nag and criticizing doesn't work. Sometimes talking doesn't work. But she says that prayer is the only thing that she has found that always works. The safeguard that we have with prayer is that we have to go through God to do it. And we cannot do this with a bad attitude, wrong thinking, or incorrect motives. When we pray, God reveals anything in our personality that is resistant to his order of things. So she's learned to pray about it until she has God's peace in her heart before she asks her husband uh, certain things. She also mentioned about how Queen Esther prayed, um, fasted, and sought God's timing before she approached her husband about a very important matter. And yes, he was the king, but he was also her husband. Um... She didn't want to just, you know, go in and scream. and So, pretty much, you know that talking to your husband might not solve the problem, but talking to the Lord about your husband will definitely, um, you'll see the changes. And it reminds us that sometimes not with our words, but just with our conduct, with the way that we carry ourselves, a quiet and gentle spirit um, will be able to win him over with much more. Also making the house um, a safe place to be, you know, having things nicely 
um, if you can't have it organized and have someone come in and help you. She mentions about letting go of expectations, of as many expectations as possible. Um, she says to ask God to make any necessary changes, that he will do a far better job because whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken to it. Ecclesiastes 3.14 she says to just let go of that big list of expectations um, because when you don't get those things, you can still get what you pray for. Um, she also mentions about respect, about being critical and trying to understand the situation from God's perspective. Um, that helped her to see her husband better and to have God's heart for your husband. Once you have that, you will be able to see him through new eyes. You will be able to see him as a son of God and not just as your husband, but someone who God is asking you to pray for. And um, just a reminder, you know, that when we're praying for ourselves, when you're praying for yourself, his wife, remember this motto of a good wife from the Bible. It says she takes care of her home and runs it well. She knows how to buy and sell and make wise investments. She keeps herself healthy and energetic and dresses attractively. She works diligently and has skills which are marketable. She is giving and consciously prepares for the future. So with that, Lord, we just want to come to you and we ask you, Lord, to please help us, help me to be a good wife. I fully realize that I don't have what it takes to be one without your help. Take my selfishness, impatience, and irritability and turn them into kindness, long-suffering, and the willingness to hear, to bear all things. Take my old emotional habits, mindsets, automatic reactions, rude assumptions, and self-protective stance and make me patient, kind, good, faithful, gentle, and self-controlled. Take the hardness of my heart and break down the walls with your battering ram of revelation. Give me a new heart and work in me your love, peace, and joy. Galatians 5:22 through 23. I'm not able to rise above who I am at this moment. Only you can transform me. Show me where there is sin in my heart, especially with regard to my husband. I confess the times I've been unloving, critical, angry, resentful, disrespectful, or unforgiving toward him. Help me to put aside any hurt anger or disappointment I feel and forgive him the way you do totally and completely no looking back make me a tool of reconciliation peace and healing in this marriage enable us to communicate well and rescue us from the threshold of separation where the realities of divorce begin Make me my husband's helpmate, companion, champion, friend, and support. Help me to create a peaceful, restful, safe place for him to come home to. 
teach me to take care of myself and stay attractive to him. Grow me into a creative and confident woman who is rich in mind, soul, and spirit. Make me the kind of woman he can be proud to say is his wife. I lay all my expectations at your cross. I release my husband from the burden of fulfilling me in areas where I should be looking to you. Help me to accept him the way he is and not try to change him. I realize that in some ways he may never change, but at the same time, I release him to change in ways I never thought he could. I leave any changing that needs to be done in your hands, fully accepting that neither of us is perfect and never will be. Only you, Lord. Only you are perfect. And I look to you to perfect us. Teach me to pray for my husband and make my prayers a true language of love where love has died. Create new love between us. Show me what unconditional love really is and how to communicate it in the way he can clearly perceive. Bring unity between us so that we can be in agreement about everything. Amos 3.3 May the God of patience and comfort grant us to be like-minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus. Make us a team, not pursuing separate, competitive, or independent lives, but working together, overlooking each other's faults and weaknesses for the greater good of the marriage. Help us to pursue the things which make peace for and the things by which one may edify another. May we be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. I pray that our commitment to you and to one another will grow stronger and more passionate every day. Enable him to be the head of the home as you made him to be and show me how to support and respect him as he rises to that place of leadership. Help me to understand his dreams and see things from his perspective. Reveal to me what he wants and needs and show me potential problems before they arise. Breathe your life into this marriage. Make me a new person, Lord. Give me a fresh perspective, a positive outlook, and a renewed relationship with the man you've given me. Help him see Help me see him with new eyes, new appreciation, new love, new compassion, and new acceptance. Give my husband a new wife and let it be me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So today's power tools are Mark eleven twenty four through 25 which says, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Ephesians 4.32 Ask and it will be given to you. 
Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Matthew 7, 7 through 8. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Proverbs 24, 3 through 4. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Galatians 6, 9. That's all for today, my dear, beautiful ladies. I pray that this blessed you. And today was a little longer because it was day one, but tomorrow will definitely um, be a lot shorter in Jesus' name. I love you all and uh, may you have a beautiful day, beautiful, blessed day in him. Blessings. Bye-bye.